Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I am here to share a message with you today. And this message is for the woman that is starting to sell something. Maybe you're a chef, maybe you're an artist, maybe you are wanting to sell digital products, or you're starting the coaching world. Um, or maybe it's something that, but this is like for the person that's selling something that's made by you, right? Where it's not like you're working for a company with a sales team. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about money mindset. And we're also going to be talking about the enrollment process versus a selling process. Um, and this conversation was inspired just from different conversations I've had in the DMs um, on Instagram. So I'm always hanging out on Instagram. I'm posting to my story daily um, because I just enjoy it. I really enjoy sharing. And that's where I get a lot of incredible content ideas to be able to share because of those conversations that happen in the direct messages. So the reason why I was inspired to share this because someone reached out to me and said, hey, I'm selling this digital product that's $100. Um, it would really help me out in building momentum if you wanted to buy it. So let's deconstruct this because I think that this happens a lot is this you're wanting the people around you to support you. Obviously, we want our family and friends to support us, but Something that we really need to talk about is if you are on this journey of wanting to do something for someone, you know, and obviously have an energy exchange where you're getting paid for it, it is all about the service and the value that you are offering the potential client and customer. You need to take yourself out of it a little bit and not think about it as them supporting you, but you supporting them. Because if I would have gotten a message just saying, hey, how are you? I created this product that that is really guiding people through X, Y, and Z. Um, I think it'd be something you'd be interested in. Let me know. That's totally different because what I'm hearing from someone is, I have something that I believe will make your life better. It's all about the client the customer. It's all about them when you're in the process of selling and enrolling. So what is this difference between selling and enrolling? If you are enrolling someone, you are enrolling them into the vision of having whatever it is that you sell in their life. If you're selling them, you're normally talking about, well, it comes with this and it's this and this, and it's all like the features, but there isn't a really vision involved in it. And oftentimes selling is you talking most of the time. Enrolling is you asking questions, you pulling out um, the answers of finding out the needs that they have, okay? And so I just wanted to keep this in mind that not to take it personal, like please listen to this. Do not take it personal if the people closest to you are not buying from you. It's normal. Most of the time, the people closest to us will be like mental, emotional support, but it's not going to be a monetary support. And that's okay. When you're selling something, you need it in, in, in offering something, you need to take yourself out of it and really think about the person you are serving. Who are you serving and why are you doing it? Because if you find yourself getting resentful because you feel like oh, no one's buying my stuff and supporting me, you're really putting yourself in a victim mentality of poor me, poor me. And it's taking you out of the leadership role that I, that I believe you're being called into right now. And so you got to focus out as to what this can do for other people. And when you have conversations with them, ask them about themselves, ask them about what they've been missing in the market, ask them about, you know, the certain problems that you're trying to solve with whatever it is that you're offering, you know, um, make it about them. 
because it's not about them supporting you in your business. I mean, unless you have like a nonprofit organization and you're doing something that's like giving back to people, then obviously you rely on the support of other people in order to support that greater cause you're a part of. But if it's the small business we're talking about, like I've sold jewelry, I've sold paintings, I've sold um, spoons, necklaces made out of spoons. I've sold toothpaste online to people on Facebook. I've sold coaching. I've sold um, sales trainings to corporate America. Like I've, I've, I've been, and also I was a part of AT&T where I was in a selling position, selling cell phones and cell phone cases and iPads and internet services and home security. Like I've been in sales for a really long time. And so I understand it in and out because I understand people. And when we are, especially with coaching in the online space, it cannot be about you. There has to be a self, like, sure, you're the one facilitating it. You're the one creating it. You're the one offering it. But it has to be about the person you're creating it for, the person you're speaking to, the ideal client that you want to work with, and you get to make it all about them. It's not about them supporting you in your business. It's about your business supporting them in their everyday life. What problem is it solving? You know, and so, you know, and then we get to look at some of the money mindset things of it. Um, I'm a big believer that money likes to stay moving. And there's kind of this currency that's going on. I mean, just money, like in the US, the United States, the US dollar has not been backed by gold since the 70s. So that means it is quite literally a currency. It's like fluid. It's I could be able to take a mason jar and say, this mason jar is worth a thousand dollars. And if I share the benefits and the features and enroll someone into why their life would be so much better with this mason jar, I can generate and create a thousand dollars. Like, I mean, that's kind of a dramatic example, but I'm just kind of showing you how we can be able to generate and create money in our lives simply by placing the value on something, which is wild. It is crazy. And so I'm saying this to show you that there's an infinite amount of money. There's, yeah, sure, there's organizations, there's things, there's government that they're like, we have this much money, we're in this much debt, blah, 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 blah. But let's talk about us individually in our lives. If we believe that money is unavailable to us or unattainable to us, then we will be repelling it from coming and hanging out with us. It's kind of like having a boyfriend. If you were like, you're never there for me. And he's like, I'm right here, babe. I've always been right here. I've always been here. But you continue to say, I'm, you're, you're just not there for me enough. You, you, you're, you're barely there. Like, is that boyfriend going to want to stick around if he constantly feels like he's being criticized and put down? Probably not. And so I kind of view money being the same way. Um, and also I view my business the same way. I personify my business, right? My business has needs. I have needs. And so oftentimes what my business needs from me is discipline, is quality time, is sitting down to analyze things and plan things. But what I need from my business is freedom, is creativity, is joy, right? And so maybe checking in, what is it that your business needs from you? And what is it that you need from your business? And then when we're talking about our relationship with money, how are you talking about money? Are you talking about how it's never there for you? Are you talking about how it never feels like there's enough? And maybe that has been a reality in your life, but can you start to change the way you talk about it? You know, because likely it has been there when you've needed it. It's worked out in some way or another. 
I mean, the fact that you're listening to this right now means you probably have a cell phone or a computer, or you have access to the internet, right? You had to have bought that somehow, some way, maybe so. And taking away the idea that it has to come from you, right? How did the universe provide it for you? Maybe it came through someone else. Maybe it was a gift. Maybe you bought it with your hard earned money, you know? And let's also look at that phrase that I just said, hard earned money, right? That it has to be really, really hard. I don't believe it has to be really, really hard, but I do believe that it requires intention and it requires trust. So whenever I feel like, ooh, you know, I am approaching certain deadlines with things or, ooh, like I want to make more money. Um, I think about the movement of my money is how have I been spending it and how have I been making it? Have I been hoarding onto it and not spending out of fear that if I spend it, it's going to be gone? Because I think of money being a currency. So it's kind of like water. We don't want to go swim in stagnant water. We want to swim in moving water because when it's moving, it's clean, cleaning and cleansing. And if it sits and it just stagnant, it starts to get moldy. It starts to get like insects are born from it. You know, like I think about like mosquitoes, they're born in stagnant still water. And so notice if you're trying to make money, but you aren't spending and investing money. And this doesn't have to be big amounts. This could be when you go to the coffee shop, are you leaving a tip? Every time I go somewhere, if there's an availability to leave a tip, I always leave a tip and I leave it with like, "Mm, thank you so much. Like paying for something with so much joy and, and acceptance that I'm choosing to invest my money in this. And I view everything as an investment, right? I'm like, oh, buying this coffee and sitting at this coffee shop is going to create, like, what is this going to create for me by investing my time and money into doing this versus it being a price tag of, oh, spent my money on this and it's gone, you know? Um, And so start to looking, start looking at, are you spending your money graciously, meaning when you go to pay for it, is there a part of your mind that's pissed off before the, they even take the money because you don't want to be spending it? How can you start to change your attitude around how you spend your money? You know, And are there certain things that you haven't been investing in yourself, but then you're asking for other people to invest in you? Right? There's, there's a breakdown in the energy flow there. And that circulation of giving, receiving, giving, receiving, giving, receiving. Are you giving to yourself by investing in the things that you need? Are you? You know? And it doesn't have to be big things either. These can be little things that make a big difference. Um, I was like terrified to invest in my personal growth, invest in myself. It literally paralyzed me. I was freaking the F out. And I put it all on credit cards, which I'm not saying I recommend. But I viewed it as an investment because I kept thinking about how it is normal and the status quo to invest thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into education and college and universities. Um, And so I viewed it in that way is, okay, well, I'm going to put this on my credit card. I'm going to pay it off. And the money I'm investing into this is for my future self. It's for the person I'm becoming. And was it scary? Heck yeah. Um, and it's gotten easier and easier because now I trust that when I'm allowing money to move, I'm, I'm lifting the block, which is allowing money to come into my life when I'm easily allowing money to go out of my life, that it's this constant inflow and outflow, inflow and outflow. So kind of going on a tangent there, but it's important to remember that when we are 
feeling like other people, quote unquote, should be supporting your business. If you ever find yourself feeling resentful or find yourself feeling frustrated, pick up the phone and start connecting with people. Open up Instagram and start focusing out, okay? I want you to use this, write this, feel this. When in doubt, focus out. When in doubt, focus out. The times in my in my business that I felt stuck or I felt in a rut or I felt like, oh my gosh, I felt like I was almost repelling people. I didn't know why. It was oftentimes I wasn't connecting with people. I was thinking about the business as a whole, forgetting about each and every heartbeat that makes this business possible. I'm doing it for her. I'm doing it for you. You know, that's why I'm showing up because if I were to be like, Hey guys, you should join glow self-love mastermind because it'll really support me and blah, 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 blah. That's not compelling. No one wants to do that because then what I'm doing is attracting people pleasing because the people that will send the people that will sign up are signing up for me, not signing up for them, you know? And so keep that in mind when you are offering your products or your services Make sure that it's something that would benefit them in their life. You got to remove yourself from the process and trust that there is a person, that there are multiple people, that what you have to offer is exactly for them. You got to be committed to what it is that you're doing and what it is that you want, unattached to how it happens. And so connect with people. Talk to people. Focus out. Don't connect with people just to tell them about your business. Connect with people and ask them about them. Be in that mode of connection, of focusing out and trusting and trusting that if not this, something better. Meaning, you know, this business opportunity or this idea or this hobby that you're starting to sell and actually charge for, um, whatever it might be, that it is the stepping stone that you need towards the person you're becoming, the dreams that you have, whether it's this or it evolves into something better. But we have to show up for those steps, those incremental moments of the journey. And we can't ask for it to come all at once, right? If you have a business and you're like, I just want to be making $5,000 a month already. If the universe, if God were to actually listen to that and give it to you right away, or maybe it's $10,000 a month. I don't know. If the universe were to give it to you all at once, you would lose your freaking mind. You wouldn't know what to do with it because all of the building you're doing right now is preparing you for being able to handle that, right? Because if you can't handle a small amount of money, you won't be able to handle a big amount of money. So we get to honor money by spend. when you do choose to spend it, spend it with joy, Hand it off with joy because if you allow the like a fluidity of spending it when it goes out, you will allow a fluidity of ease for when it comes in. Okay, and this also is getting to this is also about trusting the worth of what it is that you do and seeing the value in it. Okay, I used to sell crystal jewelry, and there was a little girl at this one craft fair that walked up and was like, Oh, are these real? She was like, I don't know eight or nine. She's like, are these all real crystals? I was like, yeah, they're all real. Some of them are from Guatemala, from Peru, from Mexico. Some are from California. She's like, if they're real, why are they so cheap? (laughs) And it felt like a stab in the heart because I was like, holy shit, kids don't lie. (laughs) Kids don't filter themselves. They say exactly what's on their mind. And so 
right then and there in in the middle of that craft fair, I took all the tags off my jewelry, doubled the prices, put the tags back on. And I sold more in that second half of the event than I did in the first half because the prices were matching up with the value that they offered. Sometimes people think there's something wrong with what you're selling if it's too cheap. You know, if it's too inexpensive, people think, hmm, there must be something wrong with it or maybe it's not actually real. So I just want to encourage you to own your prices, to own the, you know, own it, own it. Whatever it is that you offer, own it. And don't think about other people's money stories when you're offering it, right? Because if you're struggling with money, you know, whatever is happening internally gets projected to the world around us. So we'll end up going around assuming everyone's struggling with money. And that's just simply is not the case. So you get to speak to everyone's greatest versus speaking to their lowest, right? If you're like, oh, I don't want to offer my real pricing to this one person just in case, blah, 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 blah all the internal securities start coming up, you know, in case they're offended by me charging too much or in case I'm limiting myself and people can't purchase it because of the price. Those are all limiting beliefs. They're beliefs that limit you from your growth, from your capacity, from your ability, and you're allowed to set a price and own it. And then the way that we enroll people into whatever it is that we're selling is we focus out on them. Right? There's some people that I talk to that I do not offer my services because I don't think it would be in their best interest at the time and space they're in at that moment. And that is true like enrollment. It's not just offering and spamming everyone with what it is that you sell. While it's very important to make sure you have clear offers so people know how to work with you, right? Um, something with starting a business that's really important, even if it's a side business that you're just selling at craft fairs or you're selling stuff online or you're just simply selling stuff with Instagram stories. Making it very clear how people can purchase and how it works. You know, so if you're looking at, um, you know, something that costs money, is there a price and a checkout link easily available? This is for the customer, but this is also for you. So you don't get stressed out because I've had many times where I would reject money because I felt like it was going to be overwhelming because I didn't have a system and a process in place of, okay, so what does it look like if someone wants to place an order with me, then what's the next step? Then what's the next step? Once you start to create a system, it's a lot easier to allow that money to flow in because you have open channels for it. You see what I mean? Um, And something that I always do with people if they've been stressed out about money, but they want to coach with me is I ask them, what are all the different ways that money can flow into your life? What are all the different ways, all the different channels? You know, do you have any hobbies? What are your, what, where do you work? You know, what are some other things? Like all the different channels, even if you're like, well, this brings in $5 a month, even the smallest amounts. Because oftentimes the things that we can shift a little bit of attention and focus on that can bring in more money, we don't look at because we're used to seeing it in a certain way. And so I just want to give you kind of this mantra and this affirmation to be able to use and just trust that. If you have something that you're wanting to do and it requires funds in order to do that, using this mantra that money flows to me with ease. Money flows to me with ease. Money flows into my life in various amounts, in various quantities, in various ways with so much ease. Money flows into my life with so much ease and abundance. I'm so grateful for all of the abundance in my life. And abundance is not just money. As you know, the abundance is being able to 
believe that there is enough, that you are enough, that there's enough love, there's enough time, there's enough resources. But most, a big, not, I don't want to say most importantly, but an important part of that is believing that you are loved and supported. And if you feel this calling, this mission, this like burning desire in your heart to be doing something, like for me, creativity is huge. That's how, that's what fuels so much of who I am is this feeling of creating something from nothing. Honestly, that's why I love the podcast so much, being able to create. But if I created this podcast and said, oh my gosh, will you go support me and listen to it? It's not nearly as compelling as, hey, I created this podcast. It's for this type of woman experiencing these types of things. And if that calls to you, it's available, right? It's saying who it's for and saying, I've made this for you versus I've made this, can you support me, right? The focus is on me. And so I want you to remove yourself from it and really get into that servant leadership mentality. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know this episode is a little bit different than past episodes, but it was really on my heart to share with you. Um, there's, you can do, be, and have anything that you want if you're willing to show up for the imperfect newbie beginning stages of it, right? No one gets to skip day one with whatever it is that we're doing. And you know, there's messy action is an art. Messy action by my definition is when you're starting something new and taking steps towards something and it feels totally messy to you, but here's the catch. It doesn't look messy to anyone else. It really doesn't. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode all about putting the person you want to serve at the forefront of your hobbies and your business, especially the things that you are making money on. Um, You are loved and infinitely supported. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you next time. 